2: Known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepherd and and you are listening to the Shepherd and show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepherd and I don't know what it is, but, um,
3: it seems like every time we uh, get in a call at the last minute to do the show, it's like crazy, right? Like It all goes cr- crazy. But um, we were having we had some behind-the-scenes stuff going on right before the show with Aaron's uh, equipment and he had to reboot. And I was just thinking it was kind of funny to me because it reminded me of season one when Bethany and I would just like test shit all day and run all these tests and everything would be perfect and then we'd go to do the show and like one second before the show starts like something happens or something so you know it's just uh i guess it's par for the course we got bethany and aaron with us uh we we don't got much uh on like a planned show we're just gonna going to uh talk about a bunch of topics and issues that are going on, maybe even get into some dog man and Bigfoot stories. I heard um, quite a few lately in the background at night. I'll, I'll put one on, you know, listen to it or something. And there's a couple that I wanted to talk about that are pretty interesting. So we can get into that in a little bit. And then this whole Trump saga continues I guess uh they're saying the CFO is it Alan Weiselberg, longtime Trump executive, pleads guilty to tax scheme. And they're saying that uh this guy, uh the top financial officer of former President Donald Trump's company pleaded guilty on Thursday. committing more than a dozen felonies including criminal tax fraud and grand larceny so they're really going after you know the whole Trump deal I guess they don't want him to run Uh, I think that's what uh, Aaron was saying too Um, you know we were talking about this on the show and stuff but there's all these other headlines on Drudge like because I pull up Drudge because you can see how the PSYOP unfolds. Really, if you think about it, the way Drudge works is it's a news um, aggregator and he titles things. And, you know, we don't know really who pulls all the strings on these things, but, um, or who titles them or whatever and links to what. But this is such a big website that it actually drives. I guess it drives like a portion of humanity, a portion of your perceived reality. Um, Because this news gets out on such a grand scale because of the size of drudge that, and they reach so many people that it starts echo chambering out. So, you know, this becomes the narrative and is what they got on this is um, probe of top secret documents in early stages. Ex-officials say claim of standing order to declassify as nonsense. Rakes in millions off Malargo search. Warns of revenge. They're talking about Trump. That's how they title it on here. You know, and then um, it's just weird, like, seeing this because you can see what they're trying to tie up the news cycle with. If you go to dr- whether whether it's a inadvertent um, action of what happens because a drudge or drudge is just good at posting things from the news cycle or it's driving it. It just uh, gives you a good feel for what they got going on so you can see the enemy's operations. So I like to go there cause I like to see, and then I'll go to like CNN and stuff um, to really see the enemy's operations. MSNBC. I'll go to like Hannity and Tucker to see the gatekeepers. Then I go to all the uh, other sources that I like to go to typically some in the alternative media and whatnot. So, um, I guess there's a bunch of stuff going on. Um, I don't know if we should talk about, I think like toward the end of the show, we should do the dog man and Bigfoot thing. I was talking with this prime minister on the phone He's going to come on the show here pretty soon. And he has a really interesting story. That would be story. cool,
0: talking to a prime minister, Shep.
3: Well, he has an interesting story. Um, he's a prime minister of a micronation. And I'm going to let him tell the story. But it's really, really interesting. And um, I think that people can learn some deep information from it. It's... it's it's Jordan Maxwell type information. It's like Ammon Bundy type information. Um, you know where it, you really have to do deep dives into uh, maritime law and de jure law and just like old school law. And there's ways to defeat these people that run our system that have designed the system there's ways to get around things and stuff so it's he has a good story and um that'll actually really be interesting so um i don't know what do you guys want to talk about there's um what else is going on what about how they threw the Lady in the back of the ambulance, and she was waving her arms. Did anyone hear anything on that? That's so weird.
0: Oh, Aunt
3: Yeah. Was did anyone else like chime in? Like any conspiracy theorists, or anything that that y'all heard of?
4: Um, I need to test and see if I sound like I'm retarded or not. So no,
3: you're. Was, it's better. It, it it's, it's good. pretty good. Yeah.
4: Okay. All right. I, I'm sorry, guys. Come Everybody on listening. in. Okay. Come I, on in. Trying. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's Come so on crazy. in, we do. We,
0: we do. What do you mean yeah. you don't know what's going on? We oh, do. Oh, know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, my brother uh, has some interesting theories kind of going on with the Anhech thing. We were breaking it down last night uh, after the show. We were kind of talking about it. I think uh, if we got time today, he he might call in uh, like in the second segment or the third segment. call. So like, I gonna didn't, put, at him the, I didn't put the, show the
3: lines, but we could pull him in on Skype.
4: Uh yeah yeah I can I shoot okay. I can shoot him a Skype link I think he's probably got that um yeah he he was kind of breaking it down because uh, like I said he's a combat a uh, combat medic uh, so like he's seen people you know get shot get blown up kind of those procedures and like kind of the the drugs they'd give somebody that went through like a, a traumatic event so i don't really know what to think about it right now i was listening to ryan gable today kind of breaking it down and he was he t- uh do y'all ever listen to ryan gable by any chance N- no um, he's on like with clyde lewis no. he's on that oh, okay. kind of network okay um but like he he takes like this this certain approach where like he's like i don't just like i'm open to anything but just prove me you know like proved me kind of your conspiracy kind of thing it's, it's an inter- interesting approach to stuff yeah but um he's talking about it today and uh something to do she went into a store and bought like a, a red wig he kept on repeating the story and over That's and over so again weird. today because i don't know what that means i should have listened to it more today you know and like it I could. It,
3: i mean like if she, you know that could mean she's trying to disguise herself she's in trouble who knows we'll be right back we gotta go to a break hold on stay
1: tuned atm.live Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank
3: you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365, news, talk, and commentary, ATN.Live has it all, great shows like Raindell Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepherd Ambellis Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows at n.live, the Ambellis Talk
1: Network.
0: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on atn.live. Call anytime and show us some love. atn.live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us
3: shepherd ambellis here i bet you didn't know i make beats that's right i make beats all exclusive original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects just contact me on facebook twitter or via email and set something up let me know what you need for your project here's my latest beat i call judgment day
1: The All-Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an All-Original Beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright
2: 2020. On the edge of your seat, stop biting your nails. Sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. You're listening to The Shepard Ambellus Show.
3: Yeah, you know, there's a there's this weird park in Detroit that it has a uh, stargate looking like look to it. It almost looks like a like a real design stargate. And then you start checking into the history of Detroit and they had some star forts around there, those really old school star forts that probably were there during the Tartarian period. They, they say they were built. Like there's one down in Florida by the Tortugas and they say how it was built out in the water and all this stuff, but it appears like it was probably built before that or something, or they had technology because they basically said like slaves built it and stuff. And just like random people, they always build these super crazy like structures and stuff there's like some weird stuff in Florida too. Like there's that coral castle that that guy built.
0: Oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild shit. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. I always wanted to check that out like in person, but, um, like there's some strange stories about that. Supposedly, like if you read into it and I, I mean, who knows if any of this shit's true, but some of the neighbors had witnessed that guy, like walking down the street with huge stone blocks just floating above his head with like ropes tied to him.
0: Well, we know levitation is possible. I mean, it has been proven really, but on that scale, I mean, I don't know. I find it just, I find it fascinating in your word, Shep. Yeah. Um, You know, I was just watching on Ancient Aliens last night, like Easter Island. And, you know, the massiveness of like these stones and everything. It's just not just the bulkiness and the size, but I mean, the weight is just how did they do this?
3: Well, what about how 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 they go down deep, those statues at Easter Island? That's also like another sign of the mud flood.
0: Yeah, and I was watching something. I was started to fall asleep, so I can't remember what it was, but it was like I'm trying to think where they were. Let me think about this. They were on some place where like the the rocks and stuff extended down like 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 they were talking about a city upon a city. Crap, let me try to remember it. I can't. I was Gobekli, out asleep,
4: But Gobekli Tepe. That's that's one that's been like built over and over again. Easter Island is it the the head thing? Yeah.
3: Yeah. They're, they're really tall statues that go down underground probably because it mud flooded in the mud came up kind of like you see with those Tartarian buildings and, and what I was talking about with that. But, um, yeah, like uh, uh, there's all these, um, you know, everything old is, like, built really well. It's carved really good. It's machined really well. It's it's precision. It's just way better than we can do anything today, in my opinion. And um, it's just, it's really odd that, um, to you know, there's all these different styles of construction, and to see those parallel civilizations, and then someone else comes in and they start you know, trying to rebuild or construct or add on to these structures and whatnot. Um, and you can notice that difference in architecture, you know, between the different civil. That's why they know, like, um, with some of the Tartarian stuff, it, like the Masons just added onto it and added like staircases and stuff. Cause you can clearly see like the, the way like a new door is cut in, like on a higher level because they would have to dig down to get to where those doors were originally under like layers of soil and stuff. But this is like all over the world, like the, um, the mud flood stuff and then building on top of civilization and on top of civilization. And then you got like cities like Seattle underground and how, um, if you, like if you go to Seattle, there's this whole basically city underground and same in like Detroit, Chicago, um, all these different areas. And you're thinking like, this is really weird. They say they like jacked the city up and did all this stuff. But I think there was just lots of existing, um, stuff. And, and somehow there's just calamity or something. And it gets rebuilt like time and time again. It's crazy that, um, in detroit too by where that stargate thing is there's this tunnel i think it's called the windsor tunnel and it's like a mile long and it goes under the detroit river and i went in that before and popped up in canada like it was pretty crazy like it's weird wow, and it's underwater
0: round? oh wow well i was always fascinated just even with like going in like through the Lincoln tunnel from New Jersey to New York and always like, yeah, it's like that. I guess
3: it's like that, but I think it's like a mile long.
0: Like I find that just that in itself, like building a tunnel and like, how did they do it? And it's just, and it's not
3: leaking. And I mean, it leaks a little, but like, that's so
2: weird, right?
0: Like even what they do with canals, like the Panama canal and the locks and all that. I mean, it's like, wow. Like, I just can't even imagine, like I, I can barely do like you know t- double-digit math, never mind like: Well, that's these why you know to make th- these
3: th- Those canals, Beth, they the theory is that they were pre-existing pretty much, and they like reclaimed them and like dug them out a little bit and stuff because they claim that like random street people built these canals and systems and stuff, and they're like highly sophisticated. And they built them with, like, they built them with, like, no heavy equipment or anything in, like, a two-year period. So, like, all their stories in history just sound like total bullshit. If you start, like, checking on them and all these, like, canal systems and stuff. There's some canals, I want to say, I want to say in the D.C. and also like in Louisiana area and stuff. And like, if you start checking into the history of them and they're like, Oh yeah. Just like we gathered up street people. They built this in two years. It was no problem. These things go for like 40 miles and shit. 10 mile, you know?
0: Wow. Well, just even things like the great wall of China. I mean, like it's just unfathomable. Like I can't even, wrap my mind around something like that a structure like that
3: i wonder what's in that too like or under it like maybe how there's the, like a, I wonder a, a base how wide that there. is i'm mm-hmm. probably, how probably how wide pretty wide is big
0: it? and does anybody know the measurements on it i'm gonna look it up what if
3: that's like the line city back then and it but it's like the modern line so
0: oh yeah. wow that is a thought right there wow Could it's like be. the old school
3: line it was modern back then
0: well what was that you sent about with the robots
1: oh yeah so no nah, i
3: was looking at um i knew tartarian technology was like pretty interesting and i like if you check into this you're like what how do they have all these trains and like back in the 1800s and stuff and like they had like um go-peds and fucking like segways and shit and they had um people's heads like in encased in balls and they looked like living like they were maybe doing cryogenics and this was all the way up into like the late 1800s and 1700s, 1800s, you know. And they, um, they had a lot of giants and big people and stuff. But like you look into like these rail systems and some of these cars, they had found like massive cars that were like built for giants that looked like Rolls Royce and stuff. It appears we copied everything that we have and scaled it down and like copied it from shit they found after the mud flood and then they said like they designed that shit it's like really crazy so oh aaron we got your brother with us i think
1: oh
4: i think so awesome yeah um what's going on guys
3: hey, hey how's it going man
4: good this is a. This is a. I'm sorry. It, it kind of. I was trying to work on this behind the scenes and trying to get him into the Skype and everything. Uh, talk about. Aunt oh, Ash, uh, We we can uh we can finish up talking about Tartaria or. or well, yeah. We'll I to mean, basically,
3: to, we you know, um, we were just talking about um, all the buildings and and, just like like taking note of this architecture and really seeing what's going on, but this technology, uh, like Beth said, she goes, what did you send me these pictures? They had like full on like androids and like cyborgs and, and they were like working. It looked like something off of the wild West. It looked like, um, you you know, will Smith wild, wild West and shit. And it, and it looked really crazy with those really big robots. I don't, I didn't really see the movie, but I kind of remember it. Um, it had some of that like crazy machinery in it and tech looking stuff. They had shit like that. They had like these it's big so robots
0: looking too, man. It's just creepy looking.
3: Yeah. It, it looks like, um, it's weird because, um, it, the, the, when you think about this kind of technology, when you see these pictures, you, your mind reverts to like thinking of, things cause I know people have seen some of these pictures in their past and stuff, especially like older people. And it reminds you of like, I remember seeing some of these pictures back in the day and thinking, man, they tried some weird shit in the olden days. But I started like thinking about it and like comparing these dates and looking at these pictures and when they were doing this shit, they're like doing stuff that we're really not even doing now or, or that we're not even close, yeah, I mean, not like, even close to it. Like is, I mean, it's pretty crazy and to know that that was going, and then I see these shills come on there. There's like, there's like, there's like these podcasts in it. I don't know if it's like CIA or just people that are so fucking programmed like, um, and I'm not saying any of this is right or whatever, but like it's common sense. If you can go look at buildings that are excavated and they have, full on faces that are finished in high detail and they go down under the mud and you can see cities where they have elaborate buildings and infrastructures and it's just back in the 1700s and there's no people anywhere to be found and there's things like the eiffel tower and they try to say it was built at the world's fair and all this stuff all these things were harnessing energy there was all these spires and towers and power lines and all these different buildings were harnessing their own energy it looked like and it just looks like
0: is that is when you and linnell were talking about this linnell mitchell from clubhouse um were you saying how if i remember correctly that the churches were like the cathedrals and all of that yeah. was part of now, harnessing energy
3: uh, originally. yeah definitely like a lot of the structures like that and stuff what's weird about that is these modern day churches all have crazy antennas on them and they look like cell phone towers and they'll probably tell you they lease the space to a cell phone person but it makes you wonder if they're pumping like satanic vibes down into the congregation or something right or because they got those on like every church it's like almost crazy but I
4: got those organs working,
3: just <laughs> bump, 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 <laughs> do, so yeah. The, 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 some of that shit in Tartaria, they were big on sound and sound healing and stuff like that. Yes. But um, these antennas and 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 how they were getting this power and stuff, I I'm pretty sure it was all legit. And you look at these big uh, when you enter a city, and there's these big archways, but it looks like a big square too. I forget what you call those. It, it it looks like a horseshoe magnet. These are yeah. like common structure. I'm, I'm pretty sure this shit's so advanced. And, it, and a lot of this stuff's like hidden in plain sight right now today. And no one even knows. And you think back on that and you think, Oh, that's what it looked like in the olden days. Look, they had all these trains. They had this. If you just watch people and watch like what they had and how it was working and how their buildings were and how we have garbage now compared to that and how there's just no excuse for it. We have absolute garbage compared yeah. to that.
4: What do you think about that those pictures I sent over uh just a little bit ago about supposedly like these cyclops skulls found in fucking Texas. Oh
3: yeah. I how no, does that fit into that? No, I think it fits in yeah in a way. Well think about this. There's okay with all of these stories, including Tartaria, there's like old school movies and films in black and white called the Tartars and the Tartary. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like all of these stories come from somewhere, you know, you hear about these stories like Clash of the Titans type shit, and they're fighting the Cyclops. I want to go back and watch that movie now. I think that's the one I saw when I was younger. Um, but all of these stories come from somewhere. They don't really, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these long lasting like folklore and stories, they're there for a reason. So like, you know, they, Cyclops was talked about back in the day and whatnot, right? So it must have been going on like maybe a certain breed of Anunnaki or or yeah. um, one line of them that got kind of crossed up and just they were all like that or yeah. who knows. Yeah. but. Those skulls. I
4: think if it's the giants too, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and those skulls um, were definitely. I mean, you could tell that there's like one eye right there. That's that's pretty yeah. wild, right?
4: If somebody like 3D printed that kind of crap, they they went above and beyond to print that. It looks very. Oh, i'll send you that link and you can we can put it in the show notes if you want to uh so everybody can see that because it is really trippy looking i can't validate any of it at the moment
3: we're gonna go yeah, to a we'll break and best. then when we come back let's let's bring your brother in and uh, get yes. him in on all this
4: absolutely
0: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambella Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.live, The Shepherd Ambella Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us.
3: Shepard M. Bellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day.
1: The All-Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an All-Original Beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020 Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here.
3: And I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network. Where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, Don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows. ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network.
2: He's forgotten more than most people know. If you've thought about it, he's done it. He once failed a high school course with an A+. He's Shepard Phyllis, and you are listening to his show.
3: Before the break, we were talking about this. Tartarian empire that existed and it I mean there's it's crazy that this um, it appears that this technology and stuff was around um, there was some kind of disaster you know stories like Atlantis come from this uh, right now we got Bethany Adani we got Aaron Cole we got Aaron's brother Brian and I guess we'll just keep talking about anything and everything, but um, the the whole thing is that there's there's like these podcasts, and it's crazy. Like I turn it on, and um, I heard like five of these now, different ones, and they're like saying things like this Tartarian theory is crazy. Like the last podcast I heard, they they basically said, uh, "Oh, so you got two guys on the internet that come up with the theory." about tartaria because um they they got photos and it's all based on photos it's not based on you know they would have to totally rewrite history i mean like we know our history and like these guys are saying like it all was just like hidden from us and and they're like this is the stupidest fucking thing you know and this is the type of shit And then people hear that and they don't check into it because it sounds so absurd that you could be duped or like they hid this shit from us or, um, and you go and you check in, but like, look, like these pictures are like really like the proofs in the pudding thing, because if you're like digging down on, on the face of these buildings and it's just so nice and it goes down and there's other levels and this is, in so many pictures and so many dwellings and uh, just these really nice buildings and how it looks like mud just flowed everywhere and covered the windows halfway on a lot of these structures. And then, you know, you got these grand courthouses. I mean, are they even building this shit today? Like I don't, I haven't seen them build anything like that. Build anything
2: no ask
0: obama you didn't build that nobody (laughs) built that obama built it (laughs) that's why
1: yeah really
3: yeah i mean like like the like what have they built do we know of anything i mean like, like the like what are they really building like these skyscrapers i guess some of those like in dubai and stuff are like okay like you know that's all right um But, like, these buildings were, like, stone primarily and, like, very heavy. And they – a lot of times, like, the top of them was bigger than the bottom. So they had to be designed, like, extremely well. They had, like, elevators, wiring, lights. um, And then they just say they had to tear these down because they were just built for temporary or something. I mean, it's just, like, crazy. Like, all the different stories that go along with these different buildings that – you can get into there's like this one the singer building and of course you go and you check out in all, all the history in this and there's real history uh, supposedly where they give you architects and all this stuff but you start digging deeper in it and you find out it's like bullshit and it doesn't match up and these guys haven't designed anything you know like this one architect they credit him for designing um this one tartarian structure um you know but he claimed they claimed he designed it and then you go and you check on this guy's work and what he designed and you look at all the other places he designed and they're just like garbage
5: yeah
4: it's it's the perfect way to re- rewrite history absolutely you, you give like this this false narrative like hey this we had this one cool guy he did some good shit and and, and none of it makes sense is it, this re it's rewriting history it's like tearing down the statues it, to me, what we're doing now is is a way to to kind of further what we're what we're seeing with Tartaria, not um, not necessarily that way, but um, you we just I don't I can't think of the right way to say it, but we, we tear it down now. And then in the future, they can just give credit to somebody else or they don't even have to talk about it.
3: Yeah, they can just hide You're it or bury it, right? Brian, what do you mm-hmm. think about this? Like um, how they can just bury history so easily. It seems like they can't, but like if you think about it, they've already scrubbed the internet in the last year or two. I've given instances of that already. Or they've taken Alex Jones off. They've, they got IntelliHub basically down to nothing. They got, you know, so like they're really doing it.
5: Yeah, man, uh, I've been listening to your show, uh, like, almost daily now, um, and uh, I, I'm not a big conspiracy person, um, but I do listen to it, and I do, you know, take everything into uh, uh, account. You know, you start seeing, you know, different angles. Um, I have seen that, you know, things that I used to be able to search are now gone on the internet. You know, you can't find them. You know, you use the same verbiage that you did the first time, and, and it's gone even you know in the past years so, I've seen some of that stuff disappear uh, it's crazy
3: yeah that's that's freaky to me too um, because like as a journalist you go and you search all these things and you know where they are and then you go and you can't find them and it's like okay really
5: yeah uh, you know you, you talk about you know uh, Tartaria and like the mud floods and things like that um, I'm, I don't know much about Tartaria or anything like that and it's something I would like to look into and do a little bit more research on but uh, you know you're talking about the mud floods and you know then varying history with stuff uh you ever been up to seattle washington yeah to, like the underground tour
3: right um a little bit you know and what's even crazy uh, i had a, a fourth grade teacher because um, i went to school up there and um her husband worked in the underground bus tunnels supposedly like building these underground bus tunnels and i eventually saw these tunnels they're like so huge they're like a hundred foot in diameter and they go under the whole city
5: yeah you have those and then you know like burying the towns you know they talk about this huge you know mudslide that happened um down along uh the the water where it very like the the hotels and stuff and um you can actually take the tour and you can actually see where they rebuilt the city on top of the old
1: Seattle.
3: That's exactly right. it. And so they have it in part of their history. It sounds like, and it's just kind of not really told the right way or something in a lot of these yeah, I mean, cases, you,
5: always, you know, sometimes you can't destroy history completely. So you just build a story around it to make it sound good.
3: Yes. It's, it's yep. so crazy. I mean, if you like think a, about it, wow.
4: It, we're in we're in like a digital Tartaria too. To to add that on top of the physical, real world one, where you just cover it over, you plaster it over, you make it, you make your they're making their own reality right now. Yeah, just like they did physically back right. in the day, and you just spin a narrative around it. It's it's very diabolical, but very like it's beautiful in its own way, in its own diabolical way, <laughs> to mm-hmm. to rewrite everything
5: and it's crazy because you know like we're all about social media and seeing everything And we're so quick to we want answers now and so we always turn to the internet and things like that and you know so you find the easiest source available to you and you know it's usually the bullshit one you know and uh,
3: <laughs> well you know what's you know, <laughs> what's crazy too it tells
1: you what you what they want you to know
3: What's crazy too is, uh, I was listening to a Bigfoot story and this dude, I didn't, I don't think I caught this whole, uh, story, but he was basically saying that there was these Bigfoots on the property and everything. And his grandma had, uh, I think he remembers this part as a kid, or at least this happened with his grandma and she told him this. I think that's what happened. So, um, there was Bigfoot activity and, and then the Smithsonian showed up and you know how the Smithsonian, they, they cover up like Tartaria, they cover up like the giants. Um, they were real interested. They identified themselves as, as the Smithsonian and they were super interested in the Bigfoot and they went and did all these like crazy checks and they knew that Bigfoot was there, you know, and they went around with uh, that dude's grandma or whatever. And, um, it sounded like they were probably like legitimately from the Smithsonian. So they're interested in everything. And, you know, we don't even know if like these Bigfoots are like Anunnaki or like what's going on. Um, But this happened back in like 1977 or earlier or something. I think um, he was saying maybe even earlier than that. Um, so they they go around and they somehow, it, when they catch wind of any of this, and they do it through things like um, these big collectives of um, information like these UFO hubs and stuff that are say they're like the number one place to report your UFO sighting. That's the thing that alerts the men in black to come get you. You know, it's like that's the government operation. We'll be back on the other side. Let's talk a little bit about Bigfoot and dog man a little bit. Hi, everyone. Shepard Ambellus here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellus Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up. 24 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love check out your favorite shows atn.live the ambellus talk network
0: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on atn.live. Call anytime and show us some love. atn.live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us.
3: Shepard M. Bellis here. I bet you didn't know I make beats. That's right, I make beats. All exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call Judgment Day.
1: All Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an all original beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020.
2: He prefers Dog Man over Bigfoot and Mothman. He once got in a fight with a pit bull and won. His passion for the truth is infinite. He is Shepard Ambellus, and you are listening to his show.
3: yeah i was listening to um one of these podcasts i think it was like cryptid creatures or sasquatch i think it was sasquatch uh, chronicles maybe and the guy was talking about how he ended up shooting a bigfoot and it's it's i mean it sounded super real like it sounded like you couldn't make this up how he told the story um and he was he said um he basically said he was out in the woods and stuff, and he had a a high caliber uh, single action re- revolver. So he ha- you have to actually pull the hammer back each time, and it makes like mm-hmm. three clicks. And um, I can't remember. I don't think I was paying attention. Like I had this on the background when I was working, and then all of a sudden I I came into the part to where basically this Bigfoot's like fairly close to him and. He, this Bigfoot was, um, was like, um, looking at him, kind of like smiling, kind of like, um, starting to try and make him fearful. He, he said it looked like this, um, Bigfoot was, kind of like interested in him and stuff and he's thinking oh shit you know like this is getting scary and he said it was like so scary like he could hear the blood pumping in his ears type thing and then he said it even got like way worse like um so like he he figured this um i guess he was a hunter or something he figured this bigfoot was working himself up into like a bloodlust where it knew it was going to kill him and it like gets off on that shit or something. And so he was like, Oh shit, you know? And uh, he said all of a sudden it like looked kind of like aggressive or something. And so he deliberately like raised the gun up and got it up up to about the Bigfoot's chest, you know, had to aim it kind of up or whatever. And he fired. And then um, he, the way he described it, it was crazy. Like, he described it with a lot of detail, but he said like, you could see all the emotion in the Bigfoot's face. And it, it was like the Bigfoot saw that gun and heard that click and was like, Oh shit. And then once he knew he got shot, like, I guess the Bigfoot like grabbed his chest and saw blood and then like looked and then looked at the guy. And he said it was like betrayal. Like the Bigfoot was like, how could you do this? Like, like, like it. I'm not trying to hurt you. Yeah, like, but then he said, he said he he did that because it did look like this Bigfoot was starting to do some shit, you know. And then uh, he said, then that that all went from like that and like him, I guess, kind of feeling bad or whatever to um, the Bigfoot getting super mad and shit, supposedly. So um, this thing went like got like super mad and. Um, I don't i don't i can't remember i don't think he had to shoot it anymore i think it like kind of went off and there was this cliff and he said it didn't die and fall into the water because he would have hurt it so it must have like climbed down the cliff toward the river or something but it was gargling because it had a lung puncture you know because this guy was familiar <laughs> with like that kind of shit and saw some like light red blood and all this shit but um It was crazy, though, how he was saying, like, like that thing thought it like he betrayed it or something. And it knew what that gun was as soon as it saw it come up and it heard that click. It was like, oh, shit. You know, so these things, either they've seen that type of stuff before or they're smart enough to know what that is or something, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, according to this story and like other stories and stuff so i you know i don't know uh what to think about it but it just sounded so detailed the way he told all this um that like it it really didn't sound like he made it up or anything you know
4: yeah man that's the kind of shit that uh, it's so hard to put like um I believe people. Anybody that says some shit like that, there's no way they're just like sitting around in the, in the in their basement or something like that. Like I'm gonna get come up with this crazy ass idea and I'm just gonna tell somebody I I did this and I seen that. It, it's all and based in reality. Of
0: plenty of people have the same story and they want to go incognito. I mean, they don't, they want their voice changed and their name, you know, changed or whatever. They don't want to be in public. So that's another thing that confirms it a little bit more for me too, is that, you know, it's not someone trying to write a book or, you know, some people come out say who they are well, uh, right. but you know what i mean like when they're incognito even if they weren't military or something like that just a regular citizen you know and plenty I a mean, lot of times they don't even
3: want their name to be known you know and right? they're
0: right yeah that's what i'm saying yeah and their voice and their name right i mean plenty of people have had their you know their careers like affected and even destroyed because of going against the narrative they don't want you know the rest of us to know
1: yeah right the
0: true narrative but right. if i could read something shep real quick somebody sent this to me today and it said this is interesting a little philosophical here um yo i've been having this lately reoccurring thought may have mentioned it before the whole manifestation variable and how it relates to the shit we're in what if these evil motherfuckers really don't have any power except to deceive us but the shit we're in is a re- is a direct result of the manifestation power of the collective consciousness. Like, that's the deal with the whole Hollywood angle. Well,
3: and the the news cycle. The news cycle, because, like, you can do anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it, like, for real. Um, But, see, they block people, and they keep them involved in all these um, news cycles in Hollywood and all this shit. But, yeah, then that that negative energy and that, um, vibration in our music and in everything keeps everything down. And it actually generates that because like, if, if people are thinking like my life's going bad, it's like my life's shitty, man, I don't make much money. There's inflation. Like it, it generates that. If you think you're going to go to the top and you really put work into it and do good and or whatever your deal is, you know, uh typically like you could manifest that. But like right. things have gotten so hard on that level um, to manifest it anymore because they've upped the weaponization of exactly what you're talking about, Bethany. But they've upped that like. 60 to 80 percent over the last three years
0: right right and, and they've think- upped it through different th- through, in many different ways too right? right from all different angles sorry right and it's what the
3: end result is is like with intellahub um let's say my daily operation you know we had like a pretty good sized operation going within Telehub and we'd crank out a lot of news and get it out like you know let's say like um a decade ago or or eight years ago or something, um, through through all their weaponization and their targeting programs and everything, they um, eventually got that to where, like, I'm just down. I'm like one guy now. I can barely get the news out. I'm doing a show. Um, they would try to keep me in a um, really bad state of mind every day with like stacking problems and stuff and you it would really have to be like you'd have to have some mental um you know you really got to have some discipline like i did to um overcome these type of things daily and um but but like that you know so like there was this normal threshold to all that that i was gauging and i because i know what you're talking about bethany and in, like I said, like in the last three years, that threshold has ramped up so much that it's like, okay, when I used to have to climb like a hill in the morning before breakfast, like theoretically with problems, now I have to climb Mount Everest before breakfast.
0: <laughs> That's, per- yeah. Yep. That's where things are at, Shep. You're right. They've upped the ante. And it just it just goes on to say, like, that's the deal with the whole Hollywood angle and the predictive programming. Like, they're not telling us what they are going to do. They are telling us what we are going to do. Or maybe it's both, us and them. But once again, there's more of us, a lot more. Let's F these green mofos up for real.
1: <laughs> Brian,
3: you want to say anything on the way out? Hey, man. So uh, I, was, I
5: just wanted to bring up the Anne Hastings um, you know, uh, I was looking at some of the video players that, uh, Aaron and I were talking about last night. And, uh, there was a couple of interesting things that I saw in there. Um, you know, being a, a medical professional, there were, uh, a couple of things that I questioned. And then some of the things that I kind of wrote down for Aaron. <clears throat> you know, um, this is something that looked like a body bag that she was in. Yeah, and,
3: uh, yeah, I, I they, saw that.
5: They have, uh, they
3: have they have trauma blankets that you know you keep your
5: patient warm in is this and yes
3: yeah we gotta go we're out of time yeah that's crazy we should do a show on that and all the the things shepherd ambellis here i bet you didn't know i make beats That's right, I make beats, all exclusive, original beats that you can have for your very own musical projects. Just contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or via email and set something up. Let me know what you need for your project. Here's my latest beat I call
1: Judgment Day. The All-Original Beat Judgment Day by Shepard Ambellis. Remember, if you need an All-Original Beat, contact Shepard Ambellis. Copyright 2020. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk
3: Network. Where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Raindell Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and
1: show some love. Check out your favorite shows. ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network.
0: This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us.
1: Hey.